This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Well, with that double, beautifully sexy double play, I'm sure you are ready to be in the closet, eh, teamers? Um, uh, Nomam Zizi is our guest. We're talking sexual desire and aphrodisiacs. And, um, yeah, it's not only going to touch on food, but the sense, the sounds, the ambience. That's what we're going to be talking about this evening. I'd love for you to make sure that you interact with us and tell us what turns you on. What is your aphrodisiac? What do you use to keep yourself and your partner all uh, virally up and lovey-dovey? 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp number or SMS 41391. You can also call in anonymously on 011-714-2006. Let's welcome our beautiful, our saucy, our salty, entrepreneurial Nomam Zizi, who's also a qualified life coach and the owner of Holistic Range, Noma's Touch. Noma, good evening. Good evening, Patricia. I think you should add sexpert to that introduction. Oh, okay. Okay, sexpert. <laughs> and why are we doing that? <laughs> because I am a certified sexpert. All right. Uh, by practice and by study. <laughs> <laughs> By all above mentioned. Ah, okay, that's wonderful. So how have you been doing, Norma, and what's happening in the sex scenes? I am great. And in the sex scene, we are advancing to giving more programs to teaching people about themselves and their sexuality. So more information, therefore more sexual health. Mm, and it's very important to, to keep ourselves sexually healthy and uh, sexually ready for the encounters that we've been desiring. So uh, talk to us, Noma. Uh, aphrodisiacs, our sexual desire, uh, you know, what are, the, what are the things that we end up missing in relationships when it comes to preparing for sex? I think um, today, like you've already introduced, we need to talk about the simple stuff that you have at home already, which is your food which is your music, which is uh, candles or different props that are around you, fabrics that can be used as aphrodisiacs to ignite all your five senses. Because remember, sex starts from the mind right up to your toes. So if you can ignite every sense that you possess, you are bound to have the best orgasmic night or day or whatever point in time that you choose to have it. So today we want to focus on that. Mm. We want to focus on the foods that you should eat, not only to keep you, uh, to, to be, not only for your vitality or for your inner wellness, but also foods that remind you of things that could happen to you sexually or foods that can be flirty and can be used or taken into the bedroom so that you don't get bored with the same old, you know, strawberries, cream, peaches. There's food that you use daily. For instance, carrots, they they are great in terms of minerals that will enhance your um, libido, but they're also great finger foods that you can feed each other, that you can play games with. 
you know, peach. Okay, wait, wait, you go, you're going too fast now here. The, <laughs> the strawberries and cream and the, the peaches and cream, yeah, I get it. But that crunchy carrot, I love carrots, but that crunchy carrot during sex, well, wait, 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 how is this one working now, Norma? Well, you can use it for play. You can clean it up and cut them into nice, um, they're called them Julian slices, mm -hmm. or whatever slices that you choose to use but the longer the better don't make them circles make them sliced so you can either bite each side and then say whoever gets to the middle first wins but you know when when you have your mouth on the other end of the carrot and the, your partner's mouth on the other end and you're both biting into it you're bound to kiss you get it so there's that play mm. and that light food that's going into your system, it's refreshing. If you find a nice juicy carrot, it will refresh both of you and it will add to the play. Plus, carrots do look like the male anatomy, the penis. So they are playful. Mm. No, I'm trying to picture it, right? I'm really trying to picture it. Um, um, <laughs> carrots are hard to bites even if they're in julian slices uh they're, they're crunchy like you say <laughs> that's all i've got to say because I, I i don't see it right i don't see it because of of, of the texture of the carrot and the uh, the amount of time it takes to chew a carrot and and you know the possible clashing of teeth i don't see well, it to, i, I see it before because i love my fruit and veg i can see it before as something healthy to eat to keep your system healthy for the nutrition value but during sex I, and as the, the strawberry and the cream and you know the chocolate and you know the custard come and back come soft, back, come soft back. it's not during it's it's foreplay food but, but wait, wait, wait. I'm saying before you actually even embark on, 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 on the sex, right? Uh, this is my thinking. You have to help me. I don't know how other A-teamers feel, and I'm sure they're going to send us WhatsApps on 0614-104-107. But this is how I'm feeling, right? So this is before. Plated food. Foreplay, nekerot, and someone is now so used to chewing ham, 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 and then they have to come and kiss me or they have to do oral sex. So my ham, 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 even then, no, no, I don't see no. it. <laughs> persuade me, are, persuade me. I get where you are, but picture this. You pick up your carrot, a nice clean one. You run it around your tongue. Remember a carrot is shaped like a penis, right? So this is now a full carrot. This is no longer the uh, the slices, but yeah? You can use, yes. So you can use both. Okay. So you can have the, the, the Julian slices or you can have the full carrot. We're playing here with your partner. You can bite it, lick it, make him think about what you are capable of doing to him. But you're doing this on a carrot. So you're using food. Let's say you're cooking. Even better. You're cooking, he's right there. You're playing around with the carrot, you bite it, you put it in your mouth, back and forth. You can even go and feed him every now and then. What's happening here is the play. Mm -hmm. with the, you're mm -hmm. playing with the senses, so you're, it's visual, right? And in the game, you might be chewing and, feed and, and actually swallowing the carrot, and that's feeding you. It's not a food that will stuff you up because you still remember and still bump and grind. So you don't want food that will regurgitate. You want food that will settle in very well. So that's why I'm choosing a carrot because it will go in 
right into your stomach and settle in perfectly. And you can play with it prior, giving him the mind game of what you're capable of doing to his anatomy. You get mm. it. All right, all right, and I hope he doesn't have the images I'm having now of a penis <laughs> being bitten and chewed. <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay. But I, I see the, the health benefits of the carrot, right? Yes. Are there other foods that are extremely healthy that are good aphrodisiacs? Definitely. Uh, while we're still on the gen side, we can always in- talk about the banana, which is something that most of us know already. Gens, you might want to eat more bananas, they are great for your health and they're great uh, enhancers for your testosterone. So you have more sperm production and more stamina during sex. And also they're a great uh, foreplay food because you can play around with it with your mouth and um, you can also play games with it, but you don't insert it. Just play with it as much as you want, but never have any food go into the woman like at any cost. I know people love playing and going that but it causes infections. So play outside but nothing goes in there. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um there's so many foods. We've got oats, you know, your oats, your breakfast oats. They are great. You can have them as as breakfast or any other meal. They have the best um I don't know how to put it. They have the they increase your your sexual desire, both men and women. It's scientifically proven, it's great. You have more lubrication as a woman. They increase your, your hormones. That's why you can even take them for period pain. If you're if you're having painful PMS, if you take oats, they help ease the pain. And so definitely oats for both men and women. That's another go-to. Um, another personal favorite is licorice. Oh, love it. Love it. Mm. I can see licorice in the bedroom. It's soft. It's <laughs> chewy. It's black. It's long. It smells great. The smell turns you on. Oh, I can see that. Licorice <laughs> any day over carrots. <laughs> <laughs> but then someone else who, who might not particularly love licorice might sneeze at that. They might mm. think, oh, no, licorice, no, you know. Then we have the, the 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 well-known love food, which is your chocolate. You know, chocolate has the caffeine, definitely for that uh, energy that you will need. And it's also got a substance called um, phytosterol. It's um it, it mimics the human sex hormones, essentially. So that's why sometimes when you eat chocolate, you feel all lovey-dovey, you feel good, you feel comforted, you feel... I don't know how to explain it, but chocolate has this thing, and, you know, it's because of that. So it's your definite aphrodisiac. That's why you find people will melt it and lick mm-hmm. it off each other mm-hmm. or eat it, literally, like, pieces of it and feed each other or eat it into in and that dessert when they're having dinner, knowing very well that they're gonna have dessert after dessert, you know what I'm saying? So definitely the chocolate is a well known 
Another wait, one. Wait, before you go to the chocolate, I've got a message from an A-teamer here who says the best turn on in sexual desire is the romance from strawberries and cream to chocolate to the wine and body chocolate. Hmm? So chocolate is a fave. Get the lights dim and lots of dirty talk. That's what mm-hmm. the bedroom is for. Live out your fetish and fantasy. Can even play with fruit in teasing them while eating it. Examples, bananas and peaches. Hey, Gushubile. Surely. Love this. Doing the lights, wine, uh, fruits, chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Another one that many people might neglect are pumpkin seeds. Oh, yeah. For guys. No, girl, not just for guys. For guys and girls. Pumpkin, pumpkin seed, sunflower seed, aha, for everyone. <laughs> exactly. And people neglect them, but they are great. Do you know they increase the blood flow to the, blood flow mm-hmm. to the penis on average 40% faster? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like with the nuts. You know how guys always joke about when they're eating nuts and they're like, hey, who are you eating those nuts for? So... Same goes with the pumpkin seeds. They are definitely a performance food. If you want to be a high performer, get your pumpkin seed intake. And also licorice, your favorite. Licorice is actually for women. That one is for, it makes the blood go 40% faster to your female genitalia if you, if you eat it, that is. Okay, wait a minute. So the foods, some work very well for men, some work very well for women. Um, Are there more foods? Because I don't want us to really go into the scents and sounds right now, but are there more foods? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, hold it there then. Uh, Let me go to this A-teamers voice note. Good evening, A-teamers. Yeah, I, I don't mean to spoil the show or anything like that. But hey, aphrodisiacs and food that enhance one's sexual performance. Hey, let's talk about them. Uh, these ones that are found, in Johannesburg, you go to Deben, they don't have direction for use. You, it's just tablets or it's just something. They say just drink. You know, na lama condoms, amanye. But doctor, what what? Any chilies, any chilies or any vinegar? Ah, let us discourage our eighteeners who are using those things for food. As none a direction for use, it's just tablets. You know, I saw one man on the counter trying to buy, and he was trying to ask, "How do I use this?" The person who's selling them these things, he doesn't even know. I know direction for use. People are now, you know, addicted to this stuff, you know, because we want to be supermen. Aye, let's discourage that thing, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, man, discourage, please, because uh, it seems this is a man uh, heeding advice from the for the rest of the men out there. Absolutely, I understand where he's coming from. Look, I have no power over what people decide to buy, what over-the-counter goods are out there. Uh, it might work for other people. Some might know what it's for. But then again, he's already put it across that it's a spaza. And there's more or less so much language barrier they might not even understand what you're asking. They're merely just selling. You can just look at the picture and decide for yourself. So that one, it's really beyond our control. 
but we we want people to to play safer. That is why we're talking about the foods that we know and that are found in our kitchens and in our grocery stores, where we know that even if you eat a banana, if it doesn't have enough zinc, at least you'll be full, and at least you'd have played with it, and you'd have produced him. Um, he's, he'd have looked at you playing with the banana, and if you decide to eat it, you'll be full, and it will enhance your zinc. Um, so really... Let's play it safe. And then if you're going to go into buying aphrodisiacs, try and get things with directions for use and understand from the pharmacist or whoever you're purchasing them from what they are and try to always buy things with ingredients and directions. So I understand the man's frustration, but we cannot control um, what's happening out there. If somebody is buying it and is, it's working for them, when you come there and say, no, 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 don't buy, imagine the fight with you and the shopkeeper plus the person who is enjoying this. You say, they are hot red chili pepper. <laughs> 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 you know, so honestly, everybody at their own risk when it comes to those. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So you say there's more aphrodisiacs out there that people can eat and I think we should note that what we are talking about things like the fruit and the seeds are not um, a a, a quick fix it's something that you continuously take so Mm -hmm. what are the other fruits that people should be enjoying I know cinnamon is one that is very good for for sexual appetite yes cinnamon especially for guys I know people think it's for women because of its sweet smell and flavor but it's actually um great for for guys when 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 they smell it actually it's a great aphrodisiac for them that that smell is highly stimulating and it improves their um their stamina i'm not sure of the hormonal content exactly but definitely cinnamon that scent just sends them to sexy land whereas with women it's it's the scent of an orange that does that to us. Whether it's just smelling the fruit or the scent, you know, the different essential oils with orange or candles with orange, there's a, a, a happy hormone that is released when you smell that freshness of an orange. It can get a woman so turned on, she won't even understand what happened. Very interesting. I, I never thought that an orange was an aphrodisiac or the smell of an orange. Um, one that doesn't work for me, clearly, because it's winter season and those oranges don't necessarily smell that grand if you're not going to eat them. So, uh, in, and then, when, um, in terms of these foods, right, mm-hmm. they, some of them are said to be, uh, you know, aphrodisiacs that work pronto, so fast, like your olives and your um, oysters. Talk to us about those. All right. Your oysters are are seafoods. Most seafoods are aphrodisiacs because it's believed that the goddess Aphrodite is the water goddess. So that is why most of the seafood, like your oysters that you've mentioned, they are shaped even like uh, a vulva. And they have they are high in zinc, so they increase the testosterone for both men and women. So 
they will definitely increase your um, performance and your libido immediately. Also, another thing, Patricia, that we must note is that these foods, as we get more information, as we get um, exposed, we tend to condition ourselves. So just now you've said to me, oh, no, I don't picture oranges as that because you've conditioned yourself that it's a fruit, maybe it's not really on your favorite list, and then you, you wouldn't think about it that way. But <coughs> sorry, but if it was brought to you in a session where you are maybe relaxing and someone brings that scent and it's all combined with uh, other, other enhancers, you won't pick it up that way. Your mind will pick it up from an aphrodisiac uh, point of view. But right now, when I mention it, it comes up as, ah, oh, that food or that orange tree just outside our house. It doesn't really come as a conditioned um, scent or fruit that you might associate with that. But we have your oysters already. The, the, when you buy them, they're a delicacy, and they're also associated with, even if you're just literally having them because you like them, the next person watching you, their senses and their thoughts already, it goes in that direction. So there's some of those foods that we call, you know, your flirty, seductive foods. Even if it doesn't immediately change anything, but because we are conditioned to think they do. So you will start to also feel and enjoy and um, imagine sexual, uh, it has more sexual connotations because that's what you know and that's what you understand. Are you with me there? Most definitely, most definitely. Um, can I quickly go to this message that says, good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. What about dairy products? Are they not the best when it comes for sexual enhancements? This is from Donald in Rustenburg. I wouldn't put them there because some of them are really not <laughs> in a sense that if, if you have your dairy products, let's say just before sex, as you grow older, you become lactose intolerant, you get gassy, you get um, discomfort. So in as much as they're, they're high in protein content, which is great for sperm production, but the actual comfort that you need during the act, you know, you don't want to be bloated. You don't want to be hearing, you know, bloaty, airy sounds from your partner when you are doing foreplay. Do you understand? So in as much as they're great, have them in preparation. So add them to your daily diet in preparation, but not as your foreplay um, foods. Yes, ice cream, but you must make sure that you're both tolerant of the lactose because the last thing you need is that unpleasant sound and um, the discomfort that will make you perhaps not even enjoy the whole encounter. All right, so there is not always the answer um, because of its effect on our bodies. Let, let, let's talk about scents when it comes to aphrodisiacs. Scents. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, think about, you know, with scents, it's so difficult, but I will give you names of scents. 
like your clarisage, it's great for relaxation and it gives this euphoric and intoxicating effect to your sense of smell. So that's what it does to the mind. So because with scents, some people don't actually know them until you go to a, a pharmacy or a shop and you hold one and smell it. So, but they're there. Clarisage is it, it, it's a, it's a scent that you can have to add to food, but then not every household might have that. So if you have time or if you're taking notes, put down there, there's clarisage. Definitely you need that. Cinnamon as a scent, you can get it in oil. Then there's basil. Basil is great for stimulating blood flow. So you can use it, you can eat it, or you can also use it as something that you can smell. To be safe, you can buy candles. We have scented candles in shops. Sometimes just by picking one and smelling it, you can tell that, okay, this one, in as much as you may not know the name, but you can tell that, no, this would be very good for relaxing and this would be very good for having an inviting smell in the room. You know, your orange blossom, lemongrass, you may not know and it may not be written because sometimes it's just the color that attracts you. But once you bring it closer to your nose, you will definitely be able to pick that up. And also, I'd say fresh, clean sheets. Oh, yeah. They are such a must. Fresh, clean sheets and scent on yourself. They say your your most natural scent. So maybe let's say you bath or you shower, and then a few minutes later... That scent that is released from you naturally, from your armpits, from your hair, from your feet, and um, sometimes also from your pubic hairs, it's an aphrodisiac on its own. Please note, after bathing or after showering, not the, the sweat from your day's work, but the fresh new scent from you, the one that's not built up. That's a great aphrodisiac. That's actually the scent that marks territories, even with animals. You can tell that my man was here. My woman was here. And every person has their different, unique scent. There's that scent that sends you on cloud nine if you have that connection with your partner. But then there's some people who are not comfortable with their scent, the natural scent. You can then use perfume, but very light, be light about it. You can even maybe dab it on a piece of clothing and then wear it, maybe on your gown, but not on your skin. The reason why I say so is because there is licking involved, there is kissing involved, and normally perfumes taste bitter. It, it will just turn off the person if they meet an area with your perfume and then it tastes bitter, they will stop licking you if they were licking you. They will stop the kiss if they, you know. Some people are allergic. So I'd say if you want to use perfume, use it lightly on a piece of clothing. So, yeah, definitely. Another one would be if you know that your your partner loves perfume, you can spray it on your pillows 
and some some of your bedding when it's fresh please remember washed and fresh then you can have that scent or you can have it uh in diffusers it's those um to be like a container with oil and then there's like wooden sticks they relieve great scents you can choose one that you you like for for the two of you please consult with your partner because what you might think smells great might be revolting to your partner so communicate about these things sometimes even the scent of chocolate if you're not going to eat it that scent is enough to bring the right hormones up just smelling it and thinking about it together maybe have that cocoa with um, mush, uh, marshmallows it's it's winter now you can do that to each other that smell has that comfort that relaxation it says calm down it's about to go down mm-hmm. let's take a quick break we'll be back a team is uh, please uh, send in those um, you know voice notes telling us what is your favorite scent what's your favorite aphrodisiac food um, and what sounds what ambience do you set when you are preparing for sexy time with your partner zero six one four one zero four one zero seven that's our whatsapp number late night conversations with patricia Dooley, monday to thursday 10 p.m till midnight closet conversations well 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 we're talking sexual desires and aphrodisiacs looking at foods looking at scents and sounds that make you want to get sexy time <laughs> with your partner our guest is nomam zizi who's a qualified life coach and the owner of holistic range noma's touch so noma uh, we've spoken food and we were speaking scents um, are there more scents that we should be looking out for to create great ambience for us a very weird but great food scent is popcorn and bread. They are great um, scents that also ignite your sexual desire. And easy. <laughs> you are you on your own on this one. Like the, <laughs> like the smell of bread, <laughs> the smell of pop. Even the guys in the studio are laughing. Man, I promise you, it's just it's just that what you have associated them with currently. But trust me, have an open mind. The next time, especially for women, the next time you you smell bread, here's the thing: you think that you're hungry for food when you smell, you know. Fresh, freshly baked bread or uh, muffins, but it's it's not necessarily that kind. It's not the hunger of the tummy. It doesn't end there. It goes lower. Take it or leave it. You should try it. And then with guys, popcorn and donuts. You might think, oh, guys are always you know munching donuts and things like that. But trust me. Those feelings that they get from actually eating that food go beyond the stomach. And um, I could go deeper into the science and into the everything that, that, that comes with that. But you just have to trust me and have an open mind on that one. And then the sense uh, for men, like I've mentioned, cinnamon, lavender, jasmine, vanilla, 
those that sent that, you know, the take men there. Sometimes he might not even know why he feels happy and feels good when he smells it. But that's your happy hormones, and your happy hormones are your sex-igniting hormones. And then for women, it's your, your mask and your sandalwood. That is why most men's uh, perfumes or scents have that mask, hoodie, um, smell. And it's not meant for him. It's actually meant for you and vice versa. The women have this sweet um, floral scent. Yes, you might like it, but it's actually meant for him. You know, that jasmine, vanilla, sweet melanin smell, it's for the guy and not for you. But in as much as you might also like the scent, but it's, it's perfume is for attraction. Mm. In case you are not aware. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay, we can deal so, with the perfume. Yeah. yeah. So let's quickly go to the sounds then. What sort of sounds should uh, people uh, be tuning into to get them into a good mood? Um, I'd say if you are not so much into music, because I know most people, they play music just to hinder the sound of what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. But the actual reason for having music should be to help you relax, to help you get in the mood, to help your senses think calm, think relaxation, think be in the moment. So most music that is your jazzy, uh, instrumental sounds, where you won't find yourself necessarily singing along. Just now, your man is busy playing with you, and then there's this song that you know word for word, and it's now playing in your head, and you are gone. You're not even feeling what's happening. So you, you want to play music that you will not find yourself there for singing along, and you're lost in the song. You want music that will help you to stay in the moment and also to relax. But then also, it depends on the couple and the type of uh, environment that you're in. If you must play music to to kill the sounds of what you'll be doing in the bedroom, that's okay. But then now you'll have to then ignite your senses using each other's voices. The dirty talk is important. The erotic talk is important. You need to be able to tell your partner the things that you want them to do to you freely, depending on on who you are in the bedroom together. You need to be able to say certain profanities to your partner that will make him go, Hey, Patricia, Uteni. <laughs> and they are about the two of you in that space and not necessarily, again, take an open mind. You know my motto, open mind, try everything once. So you might just try that profanity once and you flinch or she will blood like, yes. And then you, you communicate about it. And if they're okay with it, you can continue using it. If not, you try something else. Nicknaming your body parts, nicknaming the things that you want to do it to each other. It also makes everything intimate and personal, you know. You know what you call his body parts. 
that make you happy. You know the sounds to make um, in in um, in the east eastern. I don't want to name exactly. So, so in your east east um, your Indians or your eastern herbal stuff. You we call them chakras. There's different sensitives that you possess in your body that you can ignite with different sounds. So when you say, mm, if your man is is um, in tune and his chakras are open, when you say, mm, his sacral chakra, which is the middle and the, sec- the one um, that is all about being sens- sensual and sexual, your mm, they go right there to him. So it's, it's also a language that you have to now then understand from each other. You're, ah, you're, hmm. You know, all those sounds without words necessarily, they are great sounds when it comes to the bedroom. That is why some people just make those sounds not knowing what they're doing or what they're feeling. Because if you're making those sounds and you're not actually feeling anything connected, you are miscommunicating. You cannot be like, mm, and you are not feeling, mm, because you'll stop what you're doing and then think, oh, she's ready to go down. She's ready for penetration. Do you understand? Yeah, so you need yeah. to understand. They have to be, um, you have to be in sync. And also... Well, before, be, before you go to the also, <laughs> our A-teamers are agreeing with you. This one is saying um, from Anonymous, unfortunately, I'm only tuning in now, so I missed most of this great show on aphrodisiacs. But Patricia, I desperately need to learn more about them. Please podcast. Yes, there's always a podcast of every show the following day. Just go to our website. Um, it says the two natural aphrodisiacs for me are one, my woman moaning and making sounds as she enjoys my lovemaking. Two, her getting extremely wet from arousal, culminating in her orgasm. Ah, so the ums and the ums, ay, 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 they're agreeing. Let's get to this voice note. Good evening, good evening, guys. Nice uh, sex talk show. Uh, this is really fantastic. Please let us really be realistic about these things. I like this. I like the way you're hitting the nail on the head, right? Quick one here. I liked the when uh, Dr. Norma mentioned about uh, the, the the importance of uh, you know descent, you know, yeah, you know, I even went further to say the kind of scent after you know bathing, have, have some few minutes to allow your body system to release the natural odors. I have always emphasized this, you know. Somehow I have this feeling that something big comes from a woman after that after a shower. So natural, you know. Th- this is wonderful. Hey, I don't know how you can convince even the, the pubic hair. Look, we don't have to shave it completely. It has got to be trimmed nicely. The sight of the pubic hair, you know, the underarms, you know, the, it's very energetic. I'm, I'm talking from experience, I tell you. 
I'm talking from express. This is why some of us don't even use these so-called additives like these pills that this other gentleman was talking about. We just by mere looking at the woman, giving that scent, you know, I put my nose on under your uh, armpits, you know, I feel so nice. This is wonderful. That alone to me is enough. Thank you. Let's continue. I get Mama, you've graduated. So, Dogotela Manjisiswam, but you did say you are this uh, woman who's leading us sexually. Uh, I love what the A-teamer said because it makes sense. And we've got many, many more messages, but we need to start rounding up our discussion. So, aphrodisiacs, sounds, food, and scents very key to uh, sexual appetite and enhancement, right? Absolutely, Patricia. They are much needed. And... If you are going to have the best, why not ignite all your senses? So we touched on sight. We said seeing somebody eating the, that fruit, that banana or that peach or that kiwi playing around with it, like it's um, part of your um, anatomy. It makes somebody think that, you know, so that's visual. And then we go to your sound. We, we said the mm's and the ah's. You know, music, yes, but then it looks like the vote is on the ends of the eyes. So that's definitely that. And then the sense, which is your smell. We have um, agreed and disagreed on the different scents that we could we could um, incorporate in our bedroom. And please, by the way, I'm not saying let's make your bedroom smell like bread. I'm saying <laughs> it, could <be> something. <laughs> it could be something that you can easily detect next time you, you pass by a bakery or next time you walk in and she has just made some fresh bread there's that aroma if you notice it it's part of that and then um we've, we've we haven't touched on touch but touch is quite um obvious because we have to touch each other during sex anyway but keep it sensual keep it keep it um relative some people want you to touch them a bit firm some people want the light touch but definitely when you are playing with the genitalia be calm be very gentle this one has no um it, it's not about what what kind of pressure you like everybody needs a gentle touch down there especially um when it comes to the actual uh parts like your clitoris, it's very sensitive. It's got 8,000 sensory glands on it, which is double of what the man has. So be gentle. I know sometimes you watch stuff, you hear stuff, you're told be quicker, be whatever. Sometimes the, the woman is, is rushing because she's feeling so heightened. But trust me, that is why it has that covering. It's so, so sensitive. Same applies to the man's um, head. It's very sensitive. The glands, it's so sensitive. Be gentle. Ladies, if you're going to play with these testicles as well, be gentle, be kind. So we've covered all the senses, if I am not mistaken, Patricia. So now, Norma, I understand that uh, there is going to be a very exciting event, Sexual Wellness Day. Um, tell us about it. So Sexual Wellness Day, because I've had people asking me the same questions, especially regarding um, 
what to do in the bedroom, literally. And it's so difficult to explain over the phone. So I'm going to be teaching practical examples of what to do for gents and ladies. And I will take separate sessions for the ladies and the gentlemen. We will teach and take questions and have demonstrations live and direct. What do you mean, demonstrate? What? What do you mean, <laughs> I mean, Tell if you want to understand us. how to give a blowjob, I will have a banana there and a cucumber there, and I will teach you what, how far you should gag or how far you should not gag. I will teach you where your tongue and your teeth should be during giving one. I will have the man understanding where the clitoris is and stop poking people's children in places that have no feelings. (laughs) So I will be that deep. That is why we are going to separate the women and the men so that that everyone is free to ask and express themselves and um, uh, true to the other men's prophecy, I will soon be a doctor a sex bit. I'm studying with the University of Lavology in the UK. Mm-hmm. So I will be certif- certified as not only a sex bit, but as a sexologist. So I can even prescribe what to do and what not to do for okay. you. <laughs> you are you are bringing on the heat, you are bringing on the fire. So for this event, you're saying if a couple wants to come together, when they get there, they'll be separated. Men on one side, women on the other side. Okay. And while the while the ladies are learning, the men will be getting an express massage, head, neck, and shoulder. So it's wellness fully. We want your blood to be running. You'll be fed finger food. We'll be teaching you on what kind of foods you should be actually playing with. Your Jillian carrots, your peaches and cream, your fruit. And then when the gents are done getting a massage, they exchange with the ladies. The ladies go and get touched. While the men come and ignite, they are mine. Hmm. Well, uh, I hope I'm on your guest list because it's something not to be missed. We'll be there. When is it I happening? I can't wait to see you guys. I will what? have your sweet middle center front row. Uh, okay, when is it happening? On the 30th of July, we are having it at a spa in Craig Hall. It's called the Evoke Spa. So that you can be touched be loved, enhanced, embraced, and balance your sexual wellness. All right. Sounds wonderful. How do people uh, get tickets and uh, get, give, get more information on the event and mm-hmm. on you as the next big sex expert? <laughs> All right. We are available on WhatsApp, 073 one eight seven for all information. There is seven three double seven double two one eight seven. It's for WhatsApp only. Please don't call. Okay, and on social media, it's normanstouch.africa on all social media platforms. No, normanstouch.africa. 
Simple as that. All right. Uh, you and Bumpenzito are arranging. Uh, we are there. We are there. We are there. Abanye, banama partner, abanye, bashati, one by one. Yeah, let's let's come in, in yes. teams, right? Because yes. you, you bring your the partner. Okay. After you, you smell that bread, you need to go and check that energy somewhere. Please. Leave us with this, your bread. <laughs> come, come with other things, cinnamon and yeah, the bread. So when I, have when I think of bread, I think of kilograms. Hey? <laughs> I'll have champagne. Don't you worry. Champagne will be there. Do you know, as a closing remark, that when you have champagne in the bedroom or any bubbly, if you keep some of it in your mouth while you're giving a blowjob, those things, that sensation of the bubbly, that, um, I don't know what to call it, it but the bubbling of the bubbly. <laughs> it, tickles. it tickles. It makes things happen. It's like yes. wet in your, in your mouth while doing it. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah but embrace it. Now you're coming. Now you're coming. Because we are adding uh, kilograms on us, and some a lot of people are gluten intolerant. So nje, I You know, bring, bring on the Bread will make the way. <laughs> well, Noma, thank you so very much. It's been such a great uh, pleasure. Looking forward to attending that event. Let's go. Thank you very much, Noma. Love and light, Patricia. You too.